Okay, I think episode 12, uh, recap of Everton, you know, first 25 minutes. Seemed like we had no strategy except let Everton have the ball, which is what we've been doing to every other team that has, you know, a quarter of our spending budget, you know. Um, Luke Shaw, Luke switched on, you know, shout outs to Ashley Young. I really don't like Ashley Young, but um, yeah, he, he also seems switched on. He's making, you know, good decisions to find space, even though he's very technically very limited. But I just have to give props where you know where it's due. So shout outs to him. And then uh, on to someone that I've noticed like since the... Okay, just since he came, Nemanja Matic is... Uh, Mourinho and his choices also. Nemanja Matic is horrible. He literally adds nothing to Manchester United. In fact, I won't say he adds nothing. He is a liability. That dude cannot track any runners whatsoever. Excuse me. That dude cannot track any runners whatsoever. If you see the Chelsea match, he was one of the guys. I you know Pogba also was at fault. I, I, I mean, I, I rewatched the highlights again. Because that, that last second equalizer, that one hurt me. I can't lie. So I'm going to say that again. And then if you see, there was a chance with David Luiz, whereby he passes it to a player, and then I think Hazard backheels it for him behind the defense. And who was marking David Luiz in Nemanja Matic? I don't know. It's like he doesn't see any... There's no urgency in him, you know, running back to cover for the defense. I don't know what, what the fuck is up with this guy. He can't tackle. He's so safe with his, with his passing. You know, there are times where but like, you've got the technique. You can turn, look forward, and make a, you know, a line-breaking pass. But you just stay, you turn back to go. Oh, my God. What a horrible signing that guy is. Might as well put Fred there. And Fred also, uh, I have to say, I, I need more from Fred. I know he's just joined the club. You know, and we're playing, we're playing shit, excuse me, we're playing shit football. But uh, one thing I've noticed about him is physically he's very, 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 very... Uh, he's physically is always second best, always. And for whatever reason, he always ends up in the the attacking, the attacking, you know, the more advanced positions. Which I've, now I know I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but it's it's annoying me. And every time he gets to the to the side of the big box, you can just you know you can put a timer, just put four seconds, he will lose the ball, or he'll turn back, you know, and pass the ball back. If he tries to dribble. For again, physically, the defender will beat him for pace. Pogba, once again, I know I've said it many times, but that guy is a number ten. He's not a he's not a central midfielder, and you know, in the strictest of terms, he is not you know someone who controls the pace of a game. He's not the brain of a team like a 
you know, like a Modric or a Kroos. Maybe those are not so good examples because they only play if it's a Champions League quarterfinal, you know, and semis and final. That's the only time they perform. But the basket case, that club is... Yeah, but Pogba is, is an attacking midfielder. And uh, he can beat a player with pace. He has that amazing strength. He has a skill. We need to stop putting him, you know, behind. He needs to be up there behind the striker, creating things. And then let Ander Herrera do the... Let Ander Herrera be the pacemaker for the trio and their connective, you know, tissue between attack and defense. Ah, excuse me. There's allergies all of a sudden. Back to Matic. I, I still have to say this. I, this is how horrible I... The Dybala goal, uh, you know, Champions League, Juventus, it was his fault. Dybala was his man. And then once again, I feel sorry for the poor bastard. What's his name? Uh, Lindelof. Mamachi starts talking to him, after, uh, you know, after the goal, like it, it should have been him who marked the space. That's your man. You are with him. When he started running, you decided not to run and follow him. I don't know what's wrong with him. How can you be that old and you don't realize these things? And Mourinho keeps putting him just because he's old and because he's tall. He always looks tired. I don't, oh my God. The Chelsea goal, he was one of those guys who should have blocked that last minute goal. There's no way... David De Gea, he really... David De Gea has been the most important individual worldwide to Manchester United since Ferguson and uh and uh what's the what's the you know the director of football type guy what's his name not Daniel Levy the one that David Gill since Gill and Ferguson left David De Gea has been the single most important person to that club I'm telling you if he was not there you know, the time he came 7th and 4th and 2nd, it would have been much worse. And uh, now there's news that well, Mourinho is saying that, um, you know, he doesn't see David De Gea signing a contract, which is going to be horrible for us. Absolutely horrible. The only world-class player we have... Yeah, man, sad. But then you look, who, which suitors would be out there? You know, Real Madrid have two good keepers. PSG have, you know, PSG already have someone. Although I think Buffon signed a one-year contract. Um, who else? PSG, Juventus, Real Madrid. Yeah, I can't see. Unless they kick out an amount for David De Gea, which is, you know... A good decision on my part. But what was I talking about? David De had he made like two great saves and it was basically him versus three players. Pogba was standing watching, went to sleep. I don't know where the old Matic was. I don't know where the central defenders were. Luke Shaw again was out wide when he should have, you know, been sucked in, you know, to block the goal. Just so sleepy. 
And then also against Everton, if you saw there was a chance where Matic was tussling with Sigurds and he was trying, he was honest, he was fouling him, he was like pulling his shirt. And then I think they both fell down. Matic stayed on the ground, Sigurdsson continued. And it's not like the Everton continued attacking, kept on progressing. And if you see the move, Sigurdsson, it wasn't like he was, you know, busting his lungs to get into the box. He started off walking and then he started like lightly jogging. And then by the time he reached the box, that's when he started to make a bit of a sprint. And then Sigurdsson had a, a, free, a free header. And then you're looking, Matic, you're the one who was with him when that, when that started. You couldn't even see him in the frame. From the time he's, he went on the ground, you couldn't see him in the frame. What are you doing? Why did Mourinho buy a 57-year-old uh, defensive midfielder who couldn't defend when he was there at Chelsea? Who always was fatigued when he was at Chelsea? Jesus Christ. It's better Fosu, that's another thing. Fosu Mensa should be our number six. Bring him back. Yes, I said it. Our first choice number six. He's not a right back, he's not a defender, central defender. He's a number six. He can play it. He has the technique and he has the vision. He can do it. He's got the strength. He can do it, I'm telling you. So after the 25 minutes where we were, you know, letting Everton have the ball, I think that's when we suddenly got a penalty, which in, which in my opinion, and it's the right one, it wasn't a penalty. It was difficult for the ref to see because um, uh, Drissa Gay actually, he got the ball before he, you know, before his leg touched Marcia and Marcia went over. But yeah. Pogba, that, that, that penalty step up, he needs to stop that shit. He needs to quit that. It's silly. You know, there's some things which are weird, which, you know, can help you put off an opponent or, an opponent, or you know, keep the opponent guessing or, you know, discombobulate an opponent. But that, it doesn't do nothing. Everyone knows. Just wait until the final steps. And I think he's missed the last two. You can even see the, um, the Man United attackers all outside the box. They're all standing still. And once Pogba takes that, you know, penultimate step, that's when you see all of them. Just give it to Mata. Or, Andre, or Andreas Pereira, but he never plays. Or is Martial good with penalties? I actually haven't seen a Man United penalty shootout. But yeah, at least I think after you got that goal, uh, United at least pushed Everton further back. For the rest of the half, um, which other players? Rashford. He's another one who we need more from. I know Mourinho destroys his youngsters, but Jesus Christ, we need you know we need more guile, more intelligence, more awareness. At the moment, he seems very very limited. Because you know he has that industry and that you know amazing pace, so it's he's a very good you know outball option. He runs in the channels. Down the line, you can just hook, hoof it over the defense, and you know you push the defense back. But then, as soon as he gets it, he won't try a trick. He'll turn back. You know, has the the most huge turning circle like a, locomot a locomotive train. 
What's the point of getting the ball if you're going to slow things down? Use a skill. And he's so right-footed, which is why he has that horrible turning circle. Use a skill. You've got the speed to get past it. And then also Juan Mata has been playing so well. He's been, you know, he's actually added. I'm not a fan of him playing on the right, but when he does, he's, you know, he adds so much. He's just a great number 10. Of course, he drifts in and out, but he's been really good. And again, that ball that he passed Rashford was amazing, and Rashford squandered it. But at least it wasn't as bad as Marcial's last minute against Everton. You could see he was disappointed by that. Smalling, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why, why does he continue at that age, at that age of 63? Why does he make that challenge? Why, why make that tackle? And you saw the way how he got up. The fool. Like I'm just going to walk as if I made, you know, a brilliant clearing tackle. Why? Why just gets into his head like that? Well, okay, let's 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 look at let's try and see his his thinking. If I don't make this tackle, then Richardson is going to is going to score. But then, if you do make that stupid tackle. You're going to give away a penalty. And he was on a yellow card. He should have been sent off. Anywhere else on the pitch, he would have been sent off. Lucky Mourinho. And unlucky for my prediction of 2-2. <laughs> oh, my God. It reminds me of that tackle he made at, at the Etihad. And he was playing so well up until that point. And then he just went and made that tackle. You know, what the fuck is up with that boy? And I'll say again, Mourinho was really lucky because he's so cautious with his, you know, with his mentality. We were actually pegged back for 10 minutes. Pegged back. Holding on. That's the correct, you know, verbiage, term. I don't know what I'm saying. We have so much superior attacking talent to them. We should be pushing them back. They should be holding on. It's all Trafford. But last 10 minutes, his ass was holding back. What the fuck? But at least Smalling has been, you know, solid, solid of late. You know, not, not any... He's not Koulibaly, but, you know, he was much worse. Even Lindelof, he's, he's actually been quite solid as well. So good for them. Just going to see my boy Ademola Lukman. I love him. Yeah, you know, he's the one who capitalized on Pogba's fancy flick in the middle of the park. Whenever Pogba loses the ball, I guess he loses it in dangerous positions. It always ends up in a good chance for the for the other team. And again, my boy uh, Ademola Lokman's the one who capitalized on it, you know, regained possession, which led to the penalty. So yeah, and he had you know nice movement. He seemed to, you know, press well. I, I thought he was a bit, 
small but it looked much you know looked much more um physically imposing than i thought i thought it was like like really tiny his speed is amazing he shows some you know some good skill we need to get that guy him and ryan says you know and then we go to our my favorite player lukaku oh my god I didn't know that he did that celebration, the Mbappe one. How embarrassing is that? Oh my god. That's so insulting. It's it's like defenders wearing, you know, bright orange boots or white boots. No, you you don't you don't have the authority. You don't have the right. What's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. You know, even when he's scoring, I don't I don't like that guy. He has a horrible touch. Yet all he does is play soccer. So I don't know how up to now. His touch is that is that shite. I hate his lack of lack of the use of his physical abilities. He's fast, he's strong, but he, you know he gets bundled over. He, he can't control. Oh my god. I hate that he takes away striker time from Marcel and Rashford. Again, Mourinho again with his stupid. You got rid of Lukaku when he was young. You come to money and then you go and spend close to a hundred million pounds to go and bring him in when you have Rashford and Martial and James Wilson. Yes, James Wilson can do the job. He's good. He's great. I hate how Lukaku shouts at teammates. You know, when he passes a shit ball. He always does that. You know where he's got his arms out wide. Like, you should have been there. The pass was great. No, the pass was shit. Like your touch. And he went and fucked up a chance. Somehow we can get him playing well until the, you know, until January. So that we can fool people into thinking he's good. And then we send him to Chelsea. Chelsea want a striker. And reportedly, they wanted to pay much more for for Lukaku. You know, let's get rid of him. I don't like him. I don't care. Jose Mourinho. You know, speaking of Mourinho, did you hear uh, Gillian Balague? Um, and I've been hearing this a lot of late that uh, Florentino Perez wants Mourinho. I really don't know why after seeing Mourinho at Man United for the past, you know, two and almost half years, and especially at the end of Chelsea, why would you pay him to manage a football team, to coach a football team? I really don't get it. And it's true, like all the, you know, all the pundits that I respect, or the football generals, have been saying this. Even uh, the former Real Madrid president, is it Ramon Calderon? He came out and said, oh my. He confirmed that Perez likes, if, if, Mourinho, was free, if Mourinho was free, Perez, you know, Perez would hire him. What the fuck is wrong? Oh my God. Okay, let's, let's, let's get to something positive, you know. I've been bitching the whole podcast. Anthony Marcia, I love him. The guy who should be our number nine. Who should have been our number nine. 
Okay, next season, let's write that, get that 11 off his back, put that number 9 back on him. Okay. I'll start with the negatives. <laughs> he needs to use Luke Shaw more. He really does. He always ignores him. You know, and he always, it's like he decides to take more touches, slow down the ball, which I don't like. And Luke Shaw is intelligent. Just trust him, put the ball behind the defense, Luke Shaw will handle it. And you can talk to him. You say, okay, I'll put it in behind the defense and I'll be waiting. Once you drag everyone back, you just give it back to me. And I can take one of those curling shots. You know, Luke Shaw is great. He's, he's Attacking-wise, he's very intelligent. His technique is really good. United don't use him enough. Oh, we're wasting so many players' talents at United, man. Uh, time and time again, Shaw makes those runs and Martial just keeps ignoring him and, you know, stops the ball, takes extra touches like my nigga. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's good to see him score these goals. That second, that the Everton one was gorgeous. My God, so gorgeous. You know, that's my guy. I didn't know he could speak English. I really didn't know he could speak English. So that also made me like him even more. Um, and then uh, I guess a, a prediction for Bournemouth. I think in the beginning of the season, I wanted Ryan Fraser to come. I still like him to come. Um, but I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Lukman and uh, Ryan Sessegnon because they're both English. They're both very young, and I think I think their ceilings are higher. Even though I like what Fraser is now, very quick. His crossing is so good. You know, his dead ball crossing is so good. His corners, um, even his left. I've seen him cross the good balls with his left. I like him a lot, young guy. You know, I'd like to see him in, you know, at United. So Bournemouth have been very good. I think they hammered someone. Was it 4-0 the last match or maybe the match before that? And they're playing at the Vitality. I hope I didn't get the, the name wrong. So what, what did I predict? Oh, my God. And actually, I have a good record against Bournemouth. Surprisingly, I heard on another podcast that Lukaku has a very good record against them as well is it six in three that's crazy uh, but i hope he doesn't play uh nice to rashford play number nine i think the last match time to put Martial there the trash would that matter flank him um but it's so difficult um i still want Mourinho to be sacked by the way he's a horrible manager and a horrible human being Bournemouth Peters. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a Bournemouth two-one win. Yeah. Of late, we've been, you know, um, managing to beat these Premier League teams, so it's making me think that you know, and and always, you know, when you predict us to lose to one of these small teams, they end up. Just caving like Watford. Don't know what happened there. Yeah, but again, we were very lucky because Smalling should have been sent off. 
and uh, yeah, so I'll say Bournemouth to one. Uh, so I guess that's the end of the Man United part. Mm, just one more thing about Julian Lopetegui. Is that guy probably the most, the most dull, stupid, foolish, and pussy manager of all time? He literally had the Real Madrid and Spanish national team job. And fuck both of them up. And I'm thinking, why? And that, and I forgot it was just like two days before the World Cup. Is that true? That was like maybe a week or two weeks. And maybe they would have even won it because that squad is amazing. And apparently they're playing well with Lopetegui there. Could have just told Frontino, look, my nigga, chill, wait, wait. I'm going to come, okay. I'm going to come. Just wait until after the thing, the Spanish. Uh, wait until after the World Cup. And he, and he got bullied like a pussy. He got bullied. Before World Cup, what, what, what made you think to go and accept? Oh my. So crazy, and then at Real Madrid, everything goes to hell. That squad has been has been doing shit in the La, in La Liga for years and years. The Champions League have been covering over them cracks. Zidane has covered over the those cracks, and Zidane was so smart to get away from that team. He knew that okay, these 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 guys, these guys are only here for. Champions League quarters and and further on. That team is that, that those those big personalities that don't want to, you know, to grind out La Liga wins. They need to go. Marcelo, Ramos, Bale, Benzema, Modric, and Cross. Get them the fuck up. Adrian Lopetegui and I don't get people say I feel sorry for him. Why? He's the one who fucked up his own chances. Why did he accept to go pub? Why did he accept that deal? He should have just told, uh, what's his name, Florentino to wait. If you, do, if you can't wait, if you're pushing me this fast, I don't know what you're scared of. I'm not going to jeopardize the Spanish national job with a great team in good form just a few days before the World Cup. What's wrong with him? like an African coach from like 2004 who still does that Jesus Christ and people say that the 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 Spanish you know FA not the boss overreacted he did well that was so good for him and apparently he's new too he did so well so what, what the what the fuck are you doing you know signing for another signing for another team behind our back and right before the World Cup, he did well to get rid of him. Like, we're not going, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? Get the fuck out. Patagia, I don't know, man. 
And he's old. It's not like he's 23 or something. Choosing between two hot chicks. I guess the analogy or metaphor is comparable, whatever it's called, but... So if there's any young people listening, you know that, okay. Adults make stupid decisions too. Stupid decisions. But anyway, Bournemouth, and I think uh, it's 9.40 here. So maybe in about five hours' time. Yeah. So come on, you Reds. Thanks for listening. And say hi on Instagram at uh, muzo.k. Love you. Bye.